Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for clicking on another episode of Everything in 3D. Hi, hi, hi. I'm your host, Tammy Dare. How are we? If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I feel like you chose a very, very good point to start. And if this is not your first time, you know the draw what's going on. So I feel like I always reference a certain episode every time I'm about to talk about some shit. And my favorite episode, for anyone who doesn't know, on this podcast thus far is the uh top tier orgasms episode that was like from the first season like a year or two years ago fucking amazing sensational go listen to that episode i really enjoy it and honestly i feel like that should be like a point of entrance to this podcast really because it was one of the first episodes as well but today's gonna be a fun day it's gonna be a fun episode as you can see we are going to be talking about intrusive thoughts so i thought about this episode and i've had it like on the docket for quite some time but I decided to jump into it for two reasons. One, because I was at work the other weekend and um, it was my restaurant job and some family had walked in. They came with their son and we have like a bin, like a a big bin filled with like ice where you could put drinks and stuff. So like imagine like a vertical bin with a lot of ice and like, you know, with display drinks, Coke and all the likes, right? So he walks in and he just like, dumps his hands into the you know the bin and throws all the ice up and like throws the ice away and obviously his parents are like embarrassed like oh my god what are you doing but my friend and i my colleague and i were we were laughing because we're like i mean fair that's literally what happens when like you think of something and immediately just do it without even thinking and then we went down this rabbit hole which is the second reason why i thought about this episode where we're like are those intrusive or impulsive thoughts like which is which and you know, we're trying to decide. And also because I just feel like we all just have some thoughts that are like either out of pocket or you just like think about them constantly. And like you want to act on them, but you just don't know why or like if you should or you're embarrassed. Or, you know, all those things. I feel like we all have them. We can't even lie. We can't deny it. So I thought, why not talk about it and, you know, see how it goes, right? So I did some tiny research just to kind of clarify. And because I wanted to win a debate, just to clarify which was which, right? So Intrusive thoughts are the uninvited ideas and images. They're usually like the last thing you want to do. So they could be like violent, disturbing, you know, hidden fantasies, disgusting. They're just like things that you don't really want to do. However, they're just like always there. So you know how you have some thoughts? Maybe, for example, you're like on a time. Okay, great. So yeah, you're boarding a plane right and there's like a slow grandmother in front of you and you're like oh my god fucking move and you're like in your mind you already acted out pushing her up the stairs or like off the boarding something like that right so you know how you have those thoughts right so there's a difference between those that just come like instantly in the moment and like the ones that you have like every time when you go to bed you're always thinking about them you always want to act on them but you're not sure the ones where they always come those are intrusive thoughts and impulsive thoughts are the quick spontaneous less alarming thoughts while like you know intrusive could be like constant and disturbing and again it could just really depend on what disturbing means to you but impulsive are like those quick ones that like i mean they could also be disturbing as well let's not get carried away just depending on what you you know i mean it depends on your moral compass so like (laughs) an example of impulsive thoughts that i've had when i'm driving i'm like what happens if i just like (laughs) you know swerve off the bridge or something you know those kind of thoughts so 
that's an example of impulsive thoughts. But we're here for intrusive thoughts. So I dug a little deep into the archives of Harvard University because I was curious to see and really just learn as well and understand why we have intrusive thoughts. So I don't want to be that person who always says, you know how like you're having a conversation and that there's that one person who's like, hmm, do you think it's linked to your childhood trauma? Do you think it's linked? Because sometimes I do believe some things just are. However, depending on the constant thoughts you have, I think there might be maybe in some way some connection. So, for example, I remember... I mean, maybe we've all had these kind of thoughts in different variations, but like just wanting to always be alone and not have everyone, anyone boss me around. I kind of like see how it would be and fantasize how it would be to just like wake up and like wander around my own house without like, you know, anyone yelling my name or anything. And that was just like deeply rooted when, you know, I was like on my um, gap year after secondary school where I wasn't going to university and I was just home and I was just like, it was like an endless cycle every day, not doing anything different, not having any, not having any goals or ambitions that I knew about or was acting when I was just like, you know, it was just like an endless cycle. And I was like, Oh my God, I want to be alone kind of thing. So I had those thoughts and I guess I could say those, cause even I know in the name intrusive thoughts, when you hear that name, when you hear the word intrusive, you might think of like, something so bizarre or something so like out of pocket that you can't even say outside or out loud. But sometimes they're just like some constant thoughts that like on a normal day wouldn't really be on your horizon, but like, you know, they always just seem to invent themselves in sometimes. So according to Harvard in different ways, intrusive thoughts make you and the people around you a bit uneasy. So let's say it's sexually, mentally, physically, otherwise. Right. So I'll give you an example. When I was in boarding school, and I don't know if this still happens now. I assume you know what it probably does because it still happens with a lot older people, like my um last job. But when I was in boarding school, and you you know you're walking around, you're going to practice, you're going and you're just walking from point A to point B. Someone could randomly come and just like grope your balls, just like grab your balls, right? Grab your penis or something. And like most times, the person either just like so. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even trying to like dissect this whole thing and make it a thing. But sometimes it's either A, so there are two kinds of people, right? A, it's just someone who's just fucking around and maybe just like sees you and wants to like mess with you and just hit your balls. Or B, it's someone who really wants to hold your balls, but like there's really no other setting. Like there's no way you could really, I mean, unless it's an intimate setting, but like there's really no acceptable way like walk up to someone and like caress and hold their balls and get a feel for it. So, I this is just my own thesis and what I've decided is right. I just I always think that's like the only acceptable way that like straight straight people could mess with each other and touch each other, right? But then I feel like there's always that one person who's maybe a bit curious, so they just use that as a guy. So that would happen a lot in school. Now it didn't happen to me because I wasn't really someone who I mean, just like a weird double standard because I'm, you know how like if you're I don't know how to explain it, but okay. Just like my last job, right? Some grown men, I'm talking grown married with kids would like grope each other's balls from time to time, but like they wouldn't do it with me because it's different because I'm gay. So then it wouldn't be like a, you know what I mean? I feel like you're, you're probably clicking what I'm saying. So let's move on. That's not the point. So those are some kind of intrusive thoughts. And obviously for most people, it's a bit, 
uneasy, could be uncomfortable. It's like, why are you touching my balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could happen as well. So, you know, there's that. That's according to good old Harvard, right? I mean, we're on the same page here. And then something else I um, learned on my research, which I really, really didn't know could be connected was most times the rate, the height, the intensity of your intrusive thoughts is most times always linked or dependent on your life stressors. Like what's like constant in your life at the moment. And like, you know, how much of an impact it has on your mind. So like how I talked about how I was at home, I wasn't really doing much. And I just wanted to, in my mind, I was like, maybe I just need a change in environment. I wasn't really doing anything with myself. And I just wanted to like, move from being at home and having to be everyone's cowboy and everything that was because i was just always there i wasn't really doing anything much right and now i mean if you listen to the podcast and i've probably thought talked about a lot of like things that i probably even know were intrusive thoughts just like i mean i've spoken roughly a bit not too much about suicide i've been suicidal you know a point in my life and that was just because it was like roughly during covid where I mean, this isn't anything special. We all, for a lot of us, who knew what the fuck was going on? I mean, who still knows what the fuck is going on, right? But, like, everything was a bit uncertain. So it was a point where I was like, gosh, it was never ending. You know, it was, I, mean, I, can't, I mean, I think I was still at a point of privilege with the little I had, so I can't even imagine how it was for, like, other people. But that was, like, you know, something. So just imagine and maybe try to link anything some thoughts you've had constantly. It could it might not even have to be as dramatic. It could be as little as I mean, okay, great example. Every time, you know, before I quit my last job, just being there, I'd be like, God, oh, I want to leave. It was because I was at a point where I was like, A, I don't see myself here long term. So why am I still here? B, I'm fucking tired. And some of these managers and bosses are fucking annoying. And C, I'm just physically strained. I need to get up out of here. Right? The moment those thoughts were coming almost every day, it was a sign for me mentally to be like, okay, we need to make this shift like right now. Now, ideally, most times, these thoughts wouldn't really link and they wouldn't really be as, you know, what's the word? Most times it can be very thought-provoking, but at the same time, they're not really going to be linked or reasonable. So like quitting a job, for example, I mean, most people always say you can't quit a job if you don't have a backup, if you don't have insurance, or if you don't have buy insurance, like maybe money saved up, you know, all that jazz. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, depending on your situation. Okay. So I think it was interesting to kind of see that there are some life stressors that could be linked with, you know, intrusive thoughts. Now, also, I'm drinking coffee. And I'm out of my, uh, you know, not pods. So I used the little bit of almond milk I have left. And this coffee is so black. My God. Anywho, moving on. Now, I think something that's a bit obvious is intrusive thoughts also always come when you don't want them. Like, they're just always there. They're just always nagging at you. And that can be very annoying, I believe. Like, it could be very... like. You know, it's just like, ugh. So, like, I'm going to try and use something so... Okay, actually, great, because I talk about, I've talked about this recently. I've talked about how I'm trying, really, really trying to 
stop two things. Surfing on hookup apps for no reason, right? I'll give it, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean. I'm going to bed. Like, I'm literally moisturized. My fucking ass is oily. I smell great. I'm in my durag. I'm in bed. I'm snuggled. And I think, okay, mm, fuck TikTok right now. Let's just scroll on this hookup app that has a bunch of dicks. I have no plan of sending my address or my phone number or for driving to anyone's house to go suck dick or have my dick sucked. I have no intention, but I'm just doing that, right? And it happens all the time. So it's either that or, oh, I can't go to bed, let's masturbate. Like, it's not linked in any way. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, how. I mean, I guess, in a way, it has been proven in a way when you masturbate, you're a bit tired, you go to bed, right? For me, however, I'm like, I don't want this. I, I, I'm not horny. I literally don't want this to be an activity because the moment I feel like you sever the pleasure from masturbating and you then, instead of like pleasure, you put like the need for sleep. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I think that'd be a very, very bad and um, inconclusive uh, connection. It would be really, really terrible. So those are examples of thoughts like I have all the time. Like, I don't want them. Like I don't want you. And now... Linking back to what Harvard said, good old Harvard. I have no idea. I have no fucking idea what is causing them. Like, it's not, I mean, mm, it could be boredom. Maybe it could be, I don't know, lack of discipline to just toss my phone to the side. It's, I don't know, is it loneliness? I don't think so. I, I not really want to look for an extra body just because my bed is empty. That's not really me. So again, like how I said earlier, most times, these things might not be linked to anything. It might just be like a habit or a thought or something that just needs to like sever, um, severe. Or what's the word? Yeah. Something that just needs to be cut off. It doesn't really necessarily have to be connected to anything, but it just depends. So this is one of those things for me where it's like, nah, bro, you need to get up out of here. You know what I mean? So that's one of those things. And there are different types of intrusive thoughts I've come to realize. And I guess... Most times it could be linked and they could be just as, you know, disingenuous and whatever. So like violence, intrusive thoughts, deep, you know, intrusive thoughts that are rooted in deep fear, blasphemous intrusive thoughts, disgusting intrusive thoughts, right? So why not take you down a very, very tragic lane? I've had a lot of most of these, right? And I feel like maybe... We've had these as well. So violence. Let's start with violent. My other job, I really, really wanted to knock the fuck out of my boss. Like, I wanted to knock his teeth out. Like, every day I saw him, I think I... Ah, oh gosh, I really hope this, this doesn't come to bite... Ah, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. But every day I saw him, I thought of different ways to torture him and just make him feel pain. I thought of, like, hanging him to dry. I thought about, like... I've literally, literally written fan fiction of like, mm, what happens if we get invaded by zombies? We put him up for, you know, slaughter or like throwing him under something and crushing his bones. I've thought of all the time. And it was just because I was an asshole to like majority of us, right? I thought about all the time. And that's not healthy. It's not nice. That's someone's, I don't know, son, boyfriend. Who fucking cares? Fuck him. <laughs> but, okay, that's not nice. But I had those. And I think, in a way, because you always know, you, you know when you think about something, you're like, oh, whoa, hold on. You know, you always know when it's like a bit too much. 
I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, let's not do that. That's a bit, you know, I was like, I can't keep thinking about this. It's not healthy. Especially when it's something you know you're not going to do. There are a lot of things you think about, right? You know deep down, it's like, of course not. But, like, it just keeps coming. And I feel like there's, there's a need to kind of, like, do something about it. Deep fear. I mean, I've talked about this um, multiple times. I have this, I'm, I mean, the constant, like, thoughts and idea that I'm not going to live up to my potential. I'm not going to do well enough. The constant like thought of failure, right? And it's ironic when you have these thoughts, but then um, what's the word? Consecutively, it's like there are so many fucking possibilities. I always try to patronize myself and be like, "You're young. Like, there's so much that could happen. Just fucking relax." I mean, you're never always going to find the need to patronize yourself like sometimes you might just begin to like really really sink deep but i i always have those thoughts and i don't know where they come from because i'm not luckily thankfully i don't really come from a family or an environment where like there's a pressure to like be like someone or complete some family line or mm -mm. i think mine is a bit indirect because i've i come from a family of like really really successful women that get really really doing well there's i didn't grow up around any men so a lot of the women I ground were like my own father figures and we're doing my, especially my grandmother and my aunts doing really, really great. And, you know, it's just that, fuck, I have to do this. I have to be, I have to be a lot better than them. I have to, I mean, I was my grandmother for her birthday, like maybe three weeks ago. And she was talking about how, you know, just her journey from like getting to school to her job and her second, all that. And like still having kids along the line as well. I was like, fuck. I don't have kids, so I have no fucking excuse to not even do times two. You know what I mean? So I think I is mine is a bit indirect, and I always try to tell myself, "What am I doing wrong? Like, why? Why is it? Why? You know, it, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I feel like, in a way, maybe we all have these um, thoughts in different ways. But you know, that's my intrusive thoughts from um, that are really in deep fear. Now, blasphemous. I mean, I have an episode on religion give yourself a go but i mean i think this speaks for itself just thinking again based on what you adhere worship and just believe in i was literally just talking about something of this sort with someone last night and i'm um, talking about how most times you know how some versions or some translations from the bible always say you can't really make it to heaven or you can't really make it to the afterlife or have a good afterlife if you're not like in christ and i remember talking about mm, how are the people who don't really believe in anything aren't really declaring themselves a atheist or anything they just are but they're generally really good people that just don't believe in anything but like being good people what happens to them and i remember at the back of my mind i was like mm, that's a bit blasphemous because the bible says that, 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 that so that always happens right as a constant thought, I believe. And um, now that one, that's one of the ones I'm like always down to challenge because at the end of the day, again, I didn't want to go down that road. I have like a almost an hour episode long on religion. Give yourself a go. It's a really, really good episode. I enjoy it. I enjoyed recording it as well. But, um, you know, that's, that's one. And then there's disgusting. Okay, this is fun. Because... <laughs> Okay, let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you guys something. TMI, okay? TMI. T-M-I. Okay, TMI. But TMI, you've had your warning. 
I've thought about scats and piss play on and off for some time. For those who don't know, scats and piss play is people who take pleasure in being shit on or shitting on people and pissing on or being pissed on people. Thought about it. And every time I think about it, I'm like, ah, no, right? I think it's always the... Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> this is so weird. But I've just always thought, I mean, I'm not going to lose anything by not trying it. It's not it's not that deep, so why even bother? But I thought and that that's linked to when I've done like an endless no need to be on scroll on a hookup app late at night when I don't plan on hooking up with anyone. And I just see because you know, hookup apps have like people they just state that their preferences, and I always see that I'm like, hmm, would I try this? And there's also like people who enjoy, I mean, this is all on and off, but like hooking up with someone who's like fresh out the gym and they smell a bit musty and sweaty. And I will say, I've thought about that from time to time and I'm like, eh, who fucking knows? I mean, when I think about things like, these, I, I, things like things like this, I've always thought about like, I had six years in boarding school where I was doing the most disgusting things that I think my body, my soul, and my mind is just like, let's be normal, as normal as we can be thought about it and one just to toss it in there i mean i'm not going to speak for anyone but like when you masturbate or you're having sex just like the thought that just comes like oh look you're come well i think that's a bit more impulsive though because that's not something i think about like all the time it's not like a constant thought so that's a bit more impulsive so we'll circle back to that on another episode but like you know just like the, mm, i wonder how this tastes again that might be a bit more prevalent for people who generally don't know how cum tastes so maybe straight people I, I don't know but you know yeah you know and then to circle back to our good old Howard they have actually a, an article on how to manage intrusive thoughts which I thought was really interesting because I know most times it's always like eh it's not important eh that's disgusting eh god forbid eh why would I do that but like you know, so I have like a bit, you know, bits and pieces of things that I thought like a, a good carry away. So, Harvard says, recognize these thoughts, their triggers, and be mindful. So, you know what these thoughts are, you know what triggers them. So, I'm going to put myself as an example, right? So, let's say I'm going to bed, right? I'm going to bed. Immediately, I've told myself, okay, I'm going to bed. Let me get my phone. Let me download this app that I've deleted multiple times and scroll for no reason. I have no point of hooking up with anyone. Those are the thoughts. Now, the trigger is, let's just say the trigger is I'm going to bed, right? How would I be mindful of that? I think to be mindful of that would be when I'm doing my bedtime routine, how about maybe I try putting on a show that I enjoy? Actually, currently I'm binging on a show called Manifest. It's fucking ridiculous, but I love it. Maybe put, putting on the show. And obviously, obviously, when I'm really, really sleepy, I'll just like close my computer, I'll turn on the TV and go to bed and substitute that for you know, the other thing. I mean, most times it's always better to substitute for a more healthy option, but like one step at a time, right? So I think that would be a way to do that as well. Harvard also says, try to delay response as much as possible and wait it out. Watch it play out. Now, this is something I do with most of my life decisions. I always say, hmm, hmm, what happens if I do this? Like, I, I try to play out the all the possible infinite possibilities to see what happens, to see how it just like could manifest. If I don't like any of the possibilities, I don't bother. Except for times where I jump to a decision. That's a bit different, right? But most of them are like, hmm, 
let's see what happens. Let's see how we can watch this play out. Let's see what the you know what I mean. Let's see, let's see, let's see. So I think that's really that that's probably my best on how to manage out of all of them. Depending on what these are and depending on how serious they are, obviously you have to that's like a obvious disclaimer and slight disclaimer, but like just trying to be like, okay, wait, wait. Again, putting myself in this example with the you know constant scrolling. In my mind, which is something I started doing recently, where it's like, okay, you know that A, this is insanity because you don't want to hook up with anyone. Why are you doing it? B, it's like you're going to do this. After 15 minutes, you're going to feel a bit guilty. You're going to feel dirty. You're going to delete this app again and put your phone by the bed and I go to bed saying, I'm not going to do this again. So you know the cycle. So I go through it constantly again and again. That's literally the definition of insanity. So don't do it. This is me talking to myself, but that's like, I believe, a way to kind of delay the response, play it out, watch it out and see what happens. Then redirecting your focus, Herbert says again, which is like, it could be anything. So like I said, I would, I would, you know, rather or either just watch TV or something. So it could be reading or trying a new recipe or calling your friends or just distracting yourself for a moment. So this actually happened to me yesterday on another different level. I was coming back home from a run and I wanted to do something a bit reckless, but then my friends were talking on the group chat. So we just hopped on a phone call. We talked for like an hour. And when I was, I was done, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. That's fucking crazy. Don't do that. And that's good. All, obviously, all the time, you're not really going to have the luxury of your friends. So maybe, I don't know, just depending. So even with, I mean, hello, good old faithful, ordering food. I feel like you can apply all these steps. Be like, okay, number one, I don't have the money. <laughs> The odds that I ordered the phone and it's not even great. That's happened to me a lot of times. It's not even as good as the first time I ordered it. So why even bother? How about we just go in the kitchen, try a new recipe and cook something? I did that the other week. I um, ordered to order food, but I really had... Again, I don't have a um, my first job anymore. So I'm minimizing my money and my cost. And I was like, okay, we know we're going to regret this tomorrow morning. How about you try a new recipe and maximize your groceries? So I went to my pantry looked at some recipes, I had some potatoes and I did something. And it was really, really good. And I think just from even trying the recipe, making the whole thing, the timing, by the time I finished, I was full, I was tired. I'm like, okay, I'm done, let me go to bed. I didn't order food anymore. So that was a good way to utilize and to kind of utilize what Harvard says as well. Um, and challenging your thoughts, Harvard says, lastly, you know, what's the worst that could happen? What happened last time I did this? Is my thought process, is it accurate enough? Again, I've already played all these out in different scenarios, but I think the last one, just like, how I talk about like feeling like a failure. I think just analyzing it and thinking about it, I've been like, mm, I'm not a failure yet. I mean, because I think I love when they say, I really, it's really comforting when I see all these like uh, quotes and like, you know, failure is not trying and da da da. You know, I, you can apply it to like any aspect of your life. It's really, really comforting, I believe. So when I think about it in that regard, I'm like, okay, I mean, have time. These people are light years older than me and they're yeah, blase, blase, blase and, you know, all that. So it's really comforting to kind of like think about it and really, really think it's grand. Not like, because it's different when, obviously in two different ways, when you think of doing something and you do it, it's also in a way the same and different when you have a thought and you allow that thought to manifest fully without actually thinking about that. Mm-mm, but no, I'm not a feeler yet. I have so much to do. I have so much I want to do then you would now have to like hark on and harness and think of how you want to put action to what you want to do, you know? But yeah, that's, that's the episode. <clears throat> God, this coffee is so black. Whew. 
But yeah, I really, really enjoy talking about intrusive thoughts. I think the next time we should talk about impulsive thoughts. This might be a bit more fun. It might be a fun, quick episode. And maybe I can come back with like another university research. I don't know. But yeah, guys, I hope everyone's doing really, really well. Again, this is your first time listening to my podcast. You have a lot to binge and catch up on and to see how dysfunctional I've been on some days. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, down. And um, last episode, I talked about adult decisions. It was a really, really interesting episode because I looked back on it um, before recording today. I had a moment earlier in the week. I have to be honest with you guys. I had a, a, a brief moment where I felt really, really down. And I had to pick myself up quickly. Like, I was like, let me tell you the moment I was having. I was in the, oh, I don't want to shower today. I'm not even hungry anymore phase. That's where I was. And we all know what happens shortly after that. You then start to feign and fall into like some sort of depressive episode. And I didn't want to do that to myself. I don't want to do that to myself. You know what I mean? Because my grandmother was telling me, while I'm in this phase of like not having a job and, um, you know, having all this time on my hands, she was like, at least you have some time to restructure and rearrange your life and kind of just put action power and just words and movement to things. So I was seeing it that when I'm like, no, 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 let's not fall into this episode. Let's kind of move shit around. And I did that. So actually the other day I decluttered my closets, my whole, literally my whole space, things I wasn't using, things I just had weird energy. I just literally I have so much space in my house now. It's fucking amazing. And I love it. I also have space in my refrigerator because I can't afford a lot more groceries. So I'm on a very, very strict and weird diet. <laughs> oh God. But um yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. But um yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I talk about books on the internet as well. I have a YouTube channel called The Book Potato and I talk about books on TikTok as well in like shorter videos called The Book Potato. Go ahead, give that a watch. I really I read amazing books. Like it's not a lie. All the books I read are amazing. And if they're not amazing, I will let you know. But share this with a friend. If you're listening, if you listen all this way, fucking subscribe. That that's me begging. I love you down. Subscribe, share with a friend, rate this episode. I think this this was like rate the podcast based on this episode. I think it's a five star podcast for me if we're going off this episode, in my opinion. Or maybe four. Five or four. I don't know. But um I appreciate you. I love you. I've been Dami Dare. I'm your lovely host. And I will see you the next time I'm talking about impulsive thoughts which is going to be next week's episode i firmly believe i hope so i'm going to keep my word to that i love you guys so much and i appreciate you have a great week have a great weekend